0: The Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew, the 13th chapter. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field, but while everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat and then went away. So, when the plants came up and bore grain, then the weeds appeared as well. And at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, but gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and went into the house. And his disciples approached him, saying, Explain to us the parable of the weeds of the field. He answered, The one who sows the good seed is the Son of Man, the field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one, and the enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and the reapers are angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned with fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels, and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and evildoers, and they will throw them into the furnace of fire, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their father. But anyone with ears, listen. The gospel of the Lord. Praise you may be seated. Well, there are our VBS superheroes now. We welcome them at this time.
1: We had a fabulous week. We had between 40 and 50 every night. Um, We had a lot of great things happening. Blake and Dayton accompanied us on our uh, preschool song and it was magnificent, thank you boys. Uh, Kristen uh, uh, created our K1 song, Busy Busy, and it was a super hit. And all my other kids, they just did such a great job. We had tremendous volunteer. Um, I think I counted like 32 different people from um, you know, our kids who outgrow Bible school, come back, Rosa, Ashlyn, Jordan, and Jacob, me. Jacob filled many, many shoes. It was just spectacular. Abby, I'm here looking to see who else filled shoes up uh, of course, Miss Aubrey, she's pushing wheelchairs this morning, um, and then we even had uh, people who traveled far and wide, Terry Van Rich, uh came and she was my shepherd for fourth, fifth, and sixth grade, used her whole vacation to help with Bible school, so we appreciate all of it. And now, our superheroes.
0: Before I lose all the kids, could we have a children's sermon? Ah, Could this right that time? Very good. As we won't do Jesus loves me at this point, we're just going to gather all the kids for a children's sermon. If you'd like to come up. (laughs) We have some older kids too, very nice. As we are getting settled, I would like to say that Josie Polk does a tremendous job with sharing her gifts and abilities as a steward of Christian <laughs> discipleship. Thank you.
1: That's
0: true. That is true. I just follow her finger wherever it's They are a worse way to go through life, yeah. Very good. All right. We. Are gonna sit in our normal spot so we have a normal feeling. How are you all this morning? Good. Very good. Now I know you didn't get to hear the gospel because you were out there singing about the gospel earlier. But we have a story in our text today, and it's about wheat and weeds. How many of you have ever seen a wheat field? A yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, a lot, Yeah, lots of times. What's it look like? Shout it out. Oh, okay, thank you. A field of wheat. <laughs> it it kind of looks like a lot of grass at the beginning. Yeah, yellowish. Yeah, it go, it goes from green to a little yellowish. Yeah, there's birds out there. What else? Kind of like flowers. Kind of like flat. I mean, they grow up out of the ground.
2: I was trying. I'm I'm, I'm trying. I was trying to. I'm trying to take out the the weed for daddy.
0: Ah, see, that's where we're going too. When you have a normal garden, do you ever do any weeding? Yeah. Well, with a wheat field, it's a little bit different. If you've got a lot of weeds throughout there, if you pull them up, the plant will come too. I know, and that is a little bit of an issue because you want to keep the wheat, don't you? So... In the parable that we have today, there's a person that goes out, plants a whole lot of wheat, it's doing great, but someone sows a bunch of weeds in the middle of it. Now when they come up, there's weeds and wheat, but you can't separate the two. And so he says, let them grow. At the end, we'll get rid of the weeds and we'll keep the wheat. And they also give an explanation. They say that the wheat are the people of God, the children of God. The weeds are the children of the evil one and they'll be separated out on the last day. But I have something else to say. And this is important, so can everybody look at my nose right here? The weeds, the wheat, all of it, we only hear in the same way that Jesus teaches us. So, Who does Jesus save? Who does Jesus love? Who is there grace for? Everyone. There is grace for everyone. We see that in the cross. We see that in the Gospels, every single one of them. We see that wherever Jesus goes. And so while there will be a time when Jesus looks at us and tells us exactly the truth about what's in our hearts, about what's in our actions, about how we've been treating one another and even treating ourselves, there is also grace. We never hear anything without the grace of the cross, which means that you are loved. Not because you're good. Sometimes you're bad, aren't you? Yeah. No. <laughs> Sometimes you're bad, Cooper. I saw flying bags of popcorn this week that differ. All right. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes we're bad. That's where grace is. Grace is not for the people who are perfect. Grace is for the imperfect, the ones who need it. And we do. So there's grace for us. There's grace for all people. God loves you very, very much. All right. Should we say a prayer? Okay. Let's say a prayer. God, we give you thanks. Thanks even when in front of you, even when you tell the truth about everything that we've been doing, both good and bad, you love us. You love us deeply. You give us grace even when we don't deserve it. We give you thanks for that, for your love, and we ask that we might share this love with the whole world. Thank you for being our God, and thank you for making us your people. In your name we pray. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. A text like this seems pretty clear-cut, doesn't it? Especially when the gospel writer decides to write out all the answers for you. I mean, this is just as good as when you would have math homework in school, and the teacher would assign all the questions that had the answers in the back of the book. It's hard to get things wrong when the answers are spelled out for you. It's just that with the answers, I get a little bit worried. With the answers, I get just a little bit on edge. Because if I am truthful with myself, I don't know where I fall. I don't know if I am wheat or if I am weeds. I feel that both are inside me. The text is pretty clear. And we have lots of growers out there, so it doesn't need to be wheat, it needs to be any plant. That where the weeds are growing up right beside it, you're trying to get rid of one without pulling up the other. And in that moment, you realize, well, I've got a choice. Am I going to let the two grow together? And when you're actually doing this kind of gardening, you're worried about the health of the plant that you're trying to let thrive, not so much about the weed. Am I going to let the two grow together? Am I going to try to pull this out? What am I going to do? Here in the story, the master of the field says, let the two grow together. It is better for the two to grow together instead of trying to pull them out now. You will damage both. But then we also see that at the end, in the harvest, at the end times, wherever the parable wants to take us, that those are going to be separated out. The wheat's going to be gathered in. The weeds are going to be bundled and thrown into the fire. And we have clearly spelled out what each one of these is. And the ones that we're all worried about, the wheat being the children of God, the weeds being the children of the evil one. So which are you? I mean, that's, that's the question that no Lutheran ever wants to ask, right? Which are you? Which are you? Can you claim for yourself that you are wheat? Can you claim for yourself even that you're weeds? Can you claim anything for yourself? What can you do? Can the wheat choose to change? I have yet to see it, but it would be great if all the grass in my backyard turned into it. There's a moneymaker. Can the weeds change into wheat? Can the wheat change into weeds? No. They can't help what happens. Can you change? I mean, can you? I see a lot of things happen. I see people make dramatic changes in how they live. I see people make dramatic changes in the way that they interact with one another, even with themselves. By the grace of God, I believe that those things are indeed possible. And yet, do you entirely ever lose the sense that you're both? Do you entirely ever lose the part of you that feels like weed and the part of you that feels like wheat? We may differ on the answer, but I sure don't. The gospel in this text is not that everything's okay. That's a very weak gospel. That's a watered down text. The gospel of this text is that God tells the truth about is what in our hearts and shows us the mirror. God tells us the truth about what we are doing and what we are causing in this world and shows us a mirror. God tells us exactly who we are wheat, weed, anywhere in between and tells us exactly who we are. And then, and always, and even before, there's the cross. We are a Christian community. We are a church. We hear nothing without the cross. And the cross tells us not that God's son died so that the perfect might get together, but that the son of God would give God's own life to protect, to preserve, to provide for us, all of us. For the wheat, for the weeds, for the ones who are both. Yes, there'll be a judgment. There is always a judgment when we stand before the truth of God. That is the liberating part of the truth. When we are able to honestly say who we are, when we are able to honestly say what we're doing, when we're able to honestly say the good, the bad, and everything else of ourselves and our community... That is where God grows good things. That is where God gives good gifts. That is fruit. So, don't be worried. Don't be worried about judgment. Don't be worried about the truth. Don't be worried about whatever God has in store for you because God also has in store for you the cross, the grace of it, the mercy of it, the love of it. (coughs) The kingdom of God may be compared to a wheat field with weeds in it, but the kingdom of God always is centered and God coming down Dwelling among us and loving us while we were yet sinners. We're not saved because we're wheat. We're saved because God loves us. Period. So, don't be afraid to be honest with yourself. Don't be afraid to be honest with one another. Don't be afraid to live in this truth. There is love. There is grace. There is mercy. For you. For you. Thanks be to God that loves the weeds as much as the wheat. Amen.